Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a saltwater pool, and specifically when you go to get a saltwater system, a lot of times the salesperson will tell you that it's a very easy and hands-off way to add chlorine to your pool. I'm going to go over some things that you should be aware of as far as maintaining your saltwater system, and it's not quite as hands-off as a lot of people say it is. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And yes, having a saltwater system will make adding chlorine to your pool much easier because it'll actually generate the chlorine and then put it in the water for you. So yes, you're going to use a lot less shock, liquid chlorine, and the 3-inch trichlor tablet. So you're going to move away from those chlorine products, and there's no need to go purchase them, put them in your pool every week. And that's a good thing about a saltwater system, is that it eliminates at least that one chemical need for your pool, and then you just have to focus on you know, the pH in the water. And the reason why I mentioned the pH in the water is because a saltwater system is kind of a double-edged sword. Yes, it adds the chlorine to your pool, so there's no need to really worry about it. You're not going to need to have to worry about shocking your pool. In most cases, adding algaecide because most saltwater pools don't get algae in them because they're always producing chlorine to a certain level. You also don't need to worry about adding cyanuric acid to your water with the use of 3-inch tablets because... The, of course, the saltwater generator is producing unstabilized chlorine, so there's no cyanuric acid. And so if you start the season at 50 parts per million, you're going to probably end the season close to 50 parts per million of cyanuric acid without worrying about bringing your pool up to two or 300 parts per million using tablets over the years. So those are good benefits. So I mentioned the pH because one of the side effects of the saltwater generator is that as it's producing the chlorine, the aeration aspect of the saltwater generator, basically you're going to have a higher pH in the pool and a much higher pH in a lot of cases, depending on how long you have the generator set to run each day, will determine how high the pH rises in your pool. And if you add water features or waterfalls you already have existing in your pool, you're going to definitely see an increase in pH. You're also going to notice an increase in the pH mainly because you're not going to be using the 3-inch tablets anymore, and those tablets have a very low pH. The pH is, you know, 3 or 4 on the pH scale, and so they're actually lowering the pH in the pool for you. So if you had a pool that you're using tablets in, and you add a saltwater generator, don't be surprised if your pH starts to spike up rapidly in the summertime, and it could be, you know, as high as 8.4. It could be off the charts in a lot of cases, and whereas in the past, your pH was always pretty stable, around 7 to 8, maybe 8.0 at the highest, 7.6, because the tablets were lowering the pH in the pool, and then if you added some muriatic acid to your pool at that point too, it would 
keep the pH in bounds. So with the saltwater generator, yes, you're going to save money on the chlorine aspect, but you may be spending more money on buying muriatic acid to keep lowering down the pH in the pool. So keep that in mind that it does add one more layer of maintenance now that you may not have had before as far as the pH rising constantly in the pool as the saltwater generator is operating. And so you have to keep an eye on the pH of your pool more so than before you had the saltwater system. And then, of course, the saltwater generator only works when it's operating correctly in the parameters as far as the correct salt level in the pool. So finding out your pool salt level or salinity level is something that you have to test for that in the past you didn't have to worry about because you didn't have a saltwater pool. And so you may have to purchase a digital salinity meter. If your system doesn't tell you the salt level or salinity of the pool, you may need a separate meter or need to take a sample to your pool store so they can test the salt level in your pool. The good thing about the salt level doesn't fluctuate much, so it's not going to drop during the season in most cases. Unless you have a lot of splash out, or if you have you add a lot of water to your pool, it'll dilute it. But in most cases, the salt that you add at the beginning of the season will be the salt that you have in the pool at the end of the season. One thing, however, that you need to keep an eye on is the fact that the salt cell itself could get dirty with some calcium buildup, and this could cause the salt system to stop producing the chlorine. So look at your salt system regularly. I would say check it once a week, just as if you were going to add chlorine to your pool. You want to check your salt system to make sure that all the lights are green, if they have green light indicators on there, of course. Um, also check to see if there's any kind of flashing red lights, or if there's an indication that the cell may be dirty. Every system's a little bit different, and they will tell you that it's not producing for one reason or another. Since there's such a variety of different salt systems out there on the market, um, you're going to have to just refer to your owner's manual so that it can tell you um, basically when you need to clean your salt cell. And then to clean the salt cell, there's various different salt cells, of course. Some you would use a stick device. Others you would give it a light muriatic acid bath. And again, if you refer to your manual, it'll let you know how much muriatic acid to water ratio is appropriate to clean your salt cell. Um, definitely you want to refer to that so you don't put too much muriatic, muriatic acid with the water and you could damage the cell plates. And then I mentioned there's a few salt cells out there that you can actually clean with an included stick device that you stick in there between the plates and clean it out. If you don't have that particular salt cell, you can't stick anything in there between the plates. You can damage them. So keep that in mind also. And again, refer to the manual of your particular system and how to clean it because the calcium buildup may be something that you deal with in your area. It could be that every month you're cleaning it, every three months, every six months. You won't know until you have it installed and to see how quickly the calcium builds up on the salt cell plates in your area. And definitely a factor because if you have enough buildup on those plates, the salt water generator will not be producing chlorine. Another way for you to check for this is to test your water every week for chlorine to see what the chlorine level is with the salt water generator working. You can't neglect testing for chlorine just because you have a saltwater generator. That's one of the big misnomers of the saltwater system is that, hey, it's producing chlorine for me. I don't need to check the water for chlorine. And that could be a mistake because it could be zeroed out because the system is not working. So having a saltwater system does not eliminate the need to test the chlorine level in the pool. In fact, it may make you test more often because... Getting the chlorine level to a certain point in a saltwater pool can be difficult. What I mean by this is that you have to set the output level for your size pool, for your bather load, 
for the different aspects of your pool use. So at first, if you have the salt system running at 100% output, your chlorine level may be 8 parts per million that week. And so then you get to lower it down to you know 80% output or 50% output. And kind of adjust the output down based on the time of year and the pool usage again until you get it to 3 to 5 parts per million. And this may take a few weeks to get the idea of how to do this, how to adjust the salt water system. If you do pool service, you'll get the hang of it at each different service account, and you'll be able to adjust the salt system down accordingly. And for this reason, you may be doing more chlorine tests than not because you're trying to adjust the chlorine down for maybe 10 parts per million, or if it's producing too little chlorine, you may have to turn up the generator or turn up the pool runtime or a combination of both to get more chlorine in the pool. Um, so it's not one of these things where if you have a saltwater generator, you can just set it and forget it. You don't have to worry about testing the chlorine or adjusting it in your pool. There's actually a lot of adjustments that need to be done with a saltwater generator versus using just tablets or liquid chlorine or CalHypo. And as you are using your saltwater system, you're going to kind of get the hang of it. But there is a learning curve, and it's just not one of those things where once it's installed, you can just sit back and not worry about the chlorine in your pool. And so in some cases, adding a saltwater generator may be more work actually at first because number one, you're checking the salinity level to see where it's at, at the beginning of the season. You're also adjusting the conditioner level because you're not using any kind of stabilized chlorine. And so you want to make sure that your cyanuric acid level is at least 50 parts per million in your saltwater pool. And then you're going to be adjusting the output based on the water temperature, the bather load, and what the initial chlorine reading is at 100% output with your normal runtime. And so, for example, if you're running your pool 8 hours a day and you have 100% output on your salt system and the chlorine level is coming in at 7 parts per million, you know that you're going to have to adjust down the salt water generator by turning down the output to maybe 50%, and then I'll bring it the next week hopefully to about 3 parts per million. Um, and then you're going to have to play with that to kind of get that to stay that way all season long. And then the other factor is if you test your pool and you have no chlorine at all, you're going to have to check the cell plates to see if there's any calcium buildup that's interfering with that, or maybe increase the runtime of your saltwater generator um, by increasing the output of it to 100% if it was set too low, or run your pool longer so that the saltwater generator has more time to make the chlorine for your pool. So these are all things that you need to be aware of when you purchase a saltwater generator. I think the biggest surprise to most people that go from a standard chlorine pool, uh, whatever you're using to put in there, to a saltwater pool is the fact that the pH rises so rapidly in the pool. And one way to counter this is to add borates to the water to uh, 30, parts, 30 to 50 parts per million. And this will be another buffer in the water. So you have your alkalinity, which is one way to buffer the pH. And then if you add the borates to the pool and bring it to 30 to 50 parts per million with the borate level, this will act as a secondary buffer and keep the pH from rising rapidly in the pool. So don't be surprised that once you get a salt water generator and you turn it on, that the pH is going to start increasing rapidly on you in your pool. This is especially true for a new build. And so if you have a new plaster pool or Pebble Tech pool and the builder puts in a salt water generator, I highly recommend leaving that saltwater generator off for at least two months. Three months is more optimal until you get the pH in balance because the new plaster is going to have a really high acid demand to begin with. And if you add the saltwater generator to that mix, you're going to have an extremely high acid demand at that point. So you want to make sure that 
you don't have that saltwater generator working in a brand new plaster pool or pebble tech pool and that for that matter for that reason and so if someone's telling you a saltwater system and they're telling you that it's going to make your pool care easier in a way yes that's true because you won't have to add the chlorine to the pool but by saying that don't get the impression that you don't have to test for chlorine or that you can just let the salt system run on its own without any adjustments just like anything electronic you have to adjust it and fine tune it and a salt water generator is no different and of course refer to your manual when you go to clean it to make sure you're doing it correctly because you can damage your salt water cell by cleaning it incorrectly with too much muriatic acid um, in the water mix so definitely make sure that you check the manual whenever you go to clean your cell and again based on your area you may have a lot of calcium buildup you may have a little calcium buildup but you're not going to really know this until you actually put the salt water cell in and then you'll know basically how often you have to clean your salt cell. I like the clear top salt cells or even the clear container ones because you can actually see the calcium buildup in the plates but if you have one that's solid you're going to have to take the cell off maybe every month and inspect it to make sure that the plates aren't being covered with calcium. Again a lot of, a lot of the salt systems will indicate when the salt cell is dirty with a flashing light of some sort or on the display. So keep that in mind also that you have to look at your system often to make sure that everything is operating, that it's producing chlorine, and there's no warnings on there about the salt cell being dirty. So these are all factors that you should be aware of when you purchase a salt water system. If you're not aware of this, you probably are now after listening to this, but it's not something that you can just buy it and forget it. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingforlearning.com. A lot of great resources there, including an ebook for $9.99. And if you do a service for a living, definitely check out my coaching program if you want to enhance your business. There's also a lot of great discounts and benefits for being part of the group. And you can learn more about my coaching group at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.